0: You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Hello, your name. Is the title of this devotion. What does the word hallow mean? Of course, you know from here where Jesus says, pray ye in this way. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Hallow. What does that mean? It means that word actually is the same word as sanctified. It means to set apart, to consecrate, to dedicate. It is is the word to um, make holy. In the New Testament, that hollow means a life, that uh, it means a manifestation of life produced by the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. Again, a manifestation of life produced by the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit. So hallow your name, glorify your name, magnify, praise your name in me, or your name could be your presence. Let your presence, your person, your character, your nature be hallowed in me. I personally find this the fundamental uh, motivation that that keeps on pulling me into. This thinking. In other words, I I think about it every day. I want to live to the praise and the glory of God. David said in Psalm 30 verse 12, let my glory praise you. And that word glory, my living being, my living soul, let who I am and what I am and what I say and do be to your glory and honor and praise, Lord. And I think that that is a good thought to have. Or as they would say in Psalm 115, Not unto us, Lord, not unto us, but to your name give glory. Let me read it to you here. Psalm 115, verse 1. Not unto us, O Lord, not unto us, but to your name give glory. Because of your mercy, because of your truth. Oh, I love that. Because of your mercy, because of your truth. Oh Father you've been so good to me. I want to live to the praise and the glory of your name. Perhaps maybe a year and a half or 2 years ago during the pandemic Virginia and I were sitting on the sofa and she looked at me and she said, you know, I do not believe that we should that we should have come this far and not give God all the fruit of his labor. And it so touched me when she said that that God must receive all the praise and glory of what He's invested in us. And I find this so important. And, and these different scriptures, like the one I'm going to read to you now from Psalm 91, verse 14, the Amplified, these verses, they took a hold of me out of that conversation. And they were always there, and I've prayed them often over the many years but it's like all of a sudden when we had that conversation, it just alerted me. It, it made me alert and sober really to stay focused that God's name be hallowed. Hallow your name, Lord. And re- listen to this here in this famous Psalm 91 verse 14. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, listen, I will set him on high because he knows and understands my name. He has a personal knowledge of my mercy, love and kindness, trusts and relies on me knowing I will never forsake him. No, never. I will set him on high because he has a personal knowledge of my love and kindness, my character, my nature. He, he's familiar with me, not familiar in, in, in mannerism as in that you're blasé or rude or whatever. No, familiar as in he knows me, perceives me, he recognizes me, he acknowledges me, he knows me. Oh, how the Heavenly Father loves to bring you into the knowledge of himself. And this is one of the great blessings that come along with having Jesus, that not only he writes his word in our heart and in our mind, but that we personally may know him. Read it in Hebrews 8 and in Hebrews chapter 10, that we may know him, that we have no need for anyone to teach us because we all know him personally, practically. Jesus said in John chapter 5, one of these chapters that you've heard me mention many times because I've learned so much from that one chapter 5 of the Gospel of John. But Jesus said in chapter 5, verse 43, I have come in my Father's name. I have come in my Father's name. Seek the honor that comes from the only true God. Jesus said, I've come representing my Father. It says in John chapter 1, verse 18, Jesus came forth from the bosom, the intimate presence of the Father to declare him, to unveil, reveal and manifest him in all that he is, says and does. In Hebrews 1 verse 3 in the Living Bible it says, in all that Jesus is and does, he shows that he is God. There's absolute perfection of oneness and this is our salvation. We are reconciled into this oneness with the Father. Jesus is praying in John 17, his high priestly prayer, these 26 amazing verses. In verse 22 he says, Father the glory The glory of being one with you that you have given me, I have given to them that even as you are in me, I may be in them so that the world may know that you sent me by by everybody seeing me in them and that you love them as much as you love me. Then he says, I think in verse 25, Father, the world doesn't know you, but I know you. And these disciples whom you have given me out of the world, they know you sent me because I've revealed you to them and I will keep on revealing you to them so that the same mighty love with which you've loved me may be in them and I in them. And I know this is partly Living Bible, partly New King James, but the point of it is is that you can grasp what our Savior, our High Priest, is not only made possible for us through His self-sacrifice and ascension to the Father's right hand, but what He now works in us by His Holy Spirit. He's not only made possible what was impossible, He works it through the knowledge of Himself in us that we may live as He lives, that we may enjoy this glory of of seeing the Father hallowed in all that we are, say, and do, that people may recognize the Father in us, or as Jesus would simply say in John 5, let your light so shine that men may see your good works and glorify your Father who's in heaven. In other words, the way that you are, the mannerisms, the characteristics, the nature becomes obvious to others is not of yourself. It is the life and the love of the Father. I'm talking about hollow your name. Hollow your name. I was preaching in China many years ago in the great city of Chongqing. And the spirit of the Lord Jesus was so glorious. Oh my goodness, it was glorious. And I was so caught up in his presence, and out of his bosom, out of his one out of this oneness with him, this life was flowing, this love was flowing, this mercy, this grace, this truth, all that comes out of the fullness of Christ, the riches of his glory. I was able to make known. I, as Paul would say in Ephesians 3, verse 8, to the least of all the saints, this grace has been given to make known the unsearchable riches of Christ. And Oh, I was so caught up in the Lord Jesus, my heart was rejoicing continuously in Him, which I know is what Paul means in Philippians 4 verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. And there was many things that happened, but one thing that I will not forget, this dear lady said to the pastor in Chinese, and he told me later what she said, Pastor, I don't want to sin anymore. But I don't understand. He didn't tell me off. He didn't rebuke me. He didn't correct me. But I don't want to sin anymore. You see in 1 John 3 verse 9, I believe it is, where Jesus says for this purpose, where the Holy Spirit says for this purpose, Jesus was made manifest to take away our sin. Hallow your name. Is where the glory of the Lord becomes so amazing. Where we are filled with the fullness of Him, Colossians 2, verse 9 and 10, where we become a body, holy, filled and flooded with God Himself, Ephesians 3, verse 19. And that we're so filled with the knowledge of the Lord dwelling with us and in us, Emmanuel, that there is no consciousness of sin, there is no consciousness of self, and the Father is glorified through His Son in us. And this, my dear friends, is what the Lord Jesus gives you and keeps giving to you so that as he lives, you may live also. And I want to encourage you with a verse that the Holy Spirit gave me many, many, many years ago to pray daily that has helped me in my faith to take a hold of these graces and blessings that I'm sharing with you in these devotions. And it's 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, beautiful chapter But especially here, verse 23 and verse 24. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify. Hallow. Same word. Sanctify. Hallow. Same word. Hallow your name. May the God of peace himself sanctify. Hallow you completely again. May the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and he who calls you is faithful who also will do it. Oh how I have so been blessed by this verse to have faith that God the God of peace who is faithful himself will hollow. My whole spirit, soul, and body, sanctify my whole spirit, soul, and body, so that I may be blameless. Oh, I tell you the truth, friends. To be blameless is one of the great attributes of being hallowed, of being sanctified. You see, it says in First Corinthians one verse thirty that God has made Christ unto us wisdom. Righteousness and sanctification. Wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. So that as it is written, He who glories, let him glory in the Lord. That's a quotation from Jeremiah 9, verse 23 and 24. Those are phenomenal verses. And you see, God wants us to live with this stature, this presence the hallowing presence of God, the making holy of the presence of God, to make holy His presence and that people can feel this presence of God in us and upon us. And it arrests the unclean works of unholy spirits. It stops them. It arrests them. And any spirit that is contrary feels restrained and held back and all the forces of sin are arrested by the holiness of God, by the glory of the Lord, by the majesty and splendor of His name. Hallow Your name on earth as it is in heaven. It's what Jesus taught us to pray. And if He taught us to pray it, then He taught us to expect it that we will see the Father glorify His name in us and that He Himself who is faithful, the God of peace, will sanctify and make hollow your whole spirit, soul, and body so that you may be blameless. Psalm 119 verse one, which Luther says is the Psalm of David. He says, blessed are the blameless in the way who greatly delight themselves in your law, God. Oh, I find it so wonderful to live in this reality. And I want more of it. Now that I've tasted that the Lord is good, now that I've tasted that He's gracious, I come to Him. Oh, hallelujah, I come to Him. I come to Him and I keep coming. And I say, oh Lord, I love living in your holiness. I want to know you holy in all I am and say and do so that you may be hallowed in all I am and say and do. I want to know you holy. That's Leviticus 10 verse 3. Oh, I tell you the truth. There's nothing more wonderful than to live in the beauty of his holiness day and night. Amen. Have a good day.